Welcome to the Agronomy and Farm Management Podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Elizabeth. Thanks for joining us today. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and today we want to talk specifically about stress on farmers and provide some tips to help you manage that stress. You know, farming is a job where sometimes there's a fine line between what we're just being stressed about, especially in a spring like the one we're having right now, and when that problem becomes bigger and is something you need to take more seriously. Bridget Britton has been working in this area extensively and has joined us today to provide some advice. Welcome, Bridget. Thanks so much for having me on today. Uh, And I really appreciate bringing me on during a mental health awareness month. Our farm stress um, and and ag stress, right? Because we know that uh, farm stress goes beyond to uh, fisheries and forestry and our specialty crop farmers. So we just want to bring awareness that it's it's important to recognize those as well as our traditional uh, farmers, row crop farmers, and our beef cattle and hog farmers and all of those. So I just want to take a minute to just recognize that it is across the board agricultural stress. Uh, so it's something we're trying to bring awareness to. Um, but yeah, stress is so crucial uh, when it comes to this. Uh, We know that the agricultural field, uh, the CDC or the Center for Disease Control um, shares that it is one of the top five most dangerous um, occupations in the United States. And so you can only imagine um, when we're feeling overwhelmed and we're feeling stressed, how much more that can impact our ability to get our jobs done. We also try to bring a lot of awareness Uh, to suicide prevention, because unfortunately, uh, farmers are one and a half times more likely to die by suicide than any other population in the United States. And so we want to, yeah, yeah, it is, it is. Um, And that was a study that was done in 2017. It's a little bit older data, um, but we know that uh, data is continuously coming in That same study showed that suicides are up since the year 2000 by 40%. Um, Yeah. So why is stress such a concern? Because, you know, we hear that there's good stress and there's bad stress, right? Mm -hmm. Like at what point does it become bad stress? Yeah, I think you bring up a really good point, Amanda, because um, you know, somebody like myself, I perform really well under pressure and under stress. You know, we have a deadline that we have to meet every year uh, for certain reporting. And I wait till the very last minute to get it done. It's just, <laughs> just what I do, right? But there comes a point where if we're not eating, right, if we're not sleeping on a consistent basis, if we're having anxious thoughts, and we're not able to do anything else, but constantly think and overanalyze the situations that are going on, that's when it becomes a little bit of a concern to us. And there's so many more uh, warning signs and symptoms as they pile on top of each other. So it's not just like a time limited time crunch situation, right? Uh, Where I have this one reporting system thing that has to happen by a certain date, And then after that, I breathe a sigh of relief, right? Um, We know for our farmers and for our agricultural community that it's an ongoing stress to do what they do. Um, And so, you know, we've had a really wet spring um, and we never know what the weather is going to be like. 
some people have different financial situations than others. Some people have different equipment issues than others. And we've seen the supply chain situation come um, and affect people differently with that and their equipment, not being able to get equipment. And so all that piling on top of each other um, continuously for a longer period of time makes for poor eating habits, makes for no sleep or too much sleeping, um, makes for our disconnecting from our friends and family, right? Uh, farming is already an isolated, a traditionally an isolating field and occupation, but hopefully most of us can identify at least one or two people uh, that we can talk to. And I encourage you that, that are listening to be able to identify somebody that you can talk to. And so it's that over amount of time that that extended period of time that that stress builds on top of us. Yeah. So we can handle it for short bursts, but that cortisol is the stress hormone, right? So that continually having that cortisol level elevated, then it, you know, it starts to affect being able to think clearly for sure. I've noticed that in long periods of stressful. So when I'm, when you're operating heavy machinery, yeah, that just compounds. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or it gets you sick, right? Yeah. Cortisol can affect your immune system. Uh, can make it sick and then you can't get out to the field and you can't do what you need to do out there. And that makes you even more stressed. I've, I've experienced that in motherhood where it's like, <laughs> I'm so stressed out. And then the weekend comes and I've, I'm sick and I have to recover from that, but that stresses me out more because I'm not getting done what I needed to get done that weekend. So it's, it can get into this loop. So how do we break out of that loop is the big question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there are several ways that we can help break out of that loop. You know, I would love for everybody to go and talk to somebody, right? Uh, when they feel those overwhelming uh, emotions or they 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 feel like um, they're in that cycle. But a lot of us can't identify when they're in that loop, right? Uh, Amanda, you share a lot that, you know, maybe you can identify that, but um, you know, maybe you're not mm-hmm. always comfortable immediately going and, and, and sharing with somebody. So just some, first of all, basic things that we can do, right. We can just take some deep breaths. I know people out there might be rolling your eyes and saying deep <laughs> breaths are not going to help me. Right. I promise you that taking some deep breaths, this like there, there's all kinds of techniques out there, you know, uh, the, the one, two, three, four in hold it for four, one, two, three, four out. It really does. You will notice if your heart is racing, you will notice a difference. If you do that for like three or four times, a lot of people are getting involved in farming and become farmers for a reason. It's because they love to be outside. Um, My husband loves to be outside. He loves to be in nature. We have timber. He loves to be in the woods. Um, So just take a minute (laughs) It kind of sounds counterintuitive, right? Because what you're doing as your job being outside can stress you out, but just take a minute to enjoy what's out there. Um, Mm -hmm. I have an educator that I talk to and he loves to talk to his cows. He says that he goes out there and he just talks to his cows. Um, So thinking about doing something like that, right? That's okay. Um, There is no judgment here. Whatever makes you feel more connected to nature or more connected to what you do and what you have accomplished, because you may be feeling a time of anxiety 
or stress or depression at this moment, but you have accomplished so much in the past and there's so much to look forward to in the future. And then also just getting out and stretching your legs, right? You're in the tractor a lot. Um, you know, even though you're doing physical manual labor a lot, there's a big difference between doing a little bit of walking around, stretching your legs and doing what you have to do on the farm every day. Or maybe you'd like to do some other kind of physical activity. Maybe you like to play basketball. I don't know. What do you like to do, Amanda? What kind of physical activity might you like? to do? Yeah, I like, you know, going for a walk is probably what calms me down the most. What about you? It's the same. I'm always amazed when I feel really overwhelmed, how much just going and walking around for 10 or 15 minutes can recenter me and Mm-hmm. you know, get me ready to focus and tackle whatever was really stressing me out. Yeah. And I should say that I've been through trainings that you all have done before. So I'm a little more in tune with it and maybe that's how I recognize it a little bit more, but I've started trying to do, um, yoga more frequently also. And that mm-hmm. relationship with breathing, like at first it's like, okay, this is silly. Like it doesn't matter when I breathe in or breathe out, but after doing it for a month and that relationship with my body, it is amazing now how I can just take a deep breath and let it out and feel instantly relaxed. Mm-hmm. Like it's the practice part of it. Maybe at first it doesn't help, but if you train your body and your mind to that signal, then it can become a signal for relaxing. Mm-hmm. I also like pulling weeds, being able oh, to yeah. take my aggression out on oh. something that needs to be gone. Elizabeth, then- you bring <laughs> up a really interesting point because that is relaxing for you, but I hate pulling weeds. Um, so for those of you out here listening, out there listening, if one thing that your partner or friend might like, you don't have to like it too. <laughs> but if you like pulling weeds, you're always welcome in my garden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah mine too. Mine too. <laughs> but Amanda, you bring up some really good points about some of the trainings that we have with OSU Extension when you talk about those, because you may be saying, right, I'm not struggling. You know, I'm not going through this kind of cycle or these um, anxiety or stressful situations, but maybe somebody on your farm is. Maybe your friend, your family, your coworker. Um, we have a pumpkin farm right down the road from us. It's about two miles down the road from us. And the owner of the pumpkin farm has people that come every year, right? And they help plant and they help pick and they do all of that. And so he has a lot of workers that come and he talks about how he works with them and checks in on their mental health. Um, and so we do have a training. It's called Mental Health First Aid. And it kind of helps you spot those early warning signs and symptoms, what we're talking about, right? That feeling of anxiousness, that feeling of sadness, kind of what those might look like, how they might manifest, right? That inability to concentrate when you're driving big, heavy machinery. Um, And so it helps us spot it early. It's a prevention because if we can prevent it, then we can stop that suicide, that one and a half times Mm -hmm. more likely to die by suicide. And it's kind of scary to think that that number that I shared is underreported because people can cover up suicides by calling them accidents, um, you know, by saying this was a tractor accident, that this was, you know, another type of accident. And so this training can really be used as a prevention tool. Um, You can, like you said, you can get some good tips for yourself but you might be able to help a family member or a friend 
And then towards the end of the training, we talk about how to prevent or how to intervene in a crisis situation or a potential suicide situation so that it may not come to that, right? And we don't have to lose one more person to suicide, which is a, I'm a big advocate for, of course. <laughs> um, so, you know, that training is really great and we offer it twice a month for free as virtual. We offer it twice a month for free virtually uh, through a grant that we have with the Ohio Department of Agriculture right now. Um, but we also are willing to come to you. So Elizabeth or Amanda, if you want it in your county, um, or if you, you know, an agency, um, who would like it, we can come to you. Uh, we're getting ready to train farm credit. We're getting ready to train ag credit. Um, we've trained a Ohio farm bureau, right? And so mm -hmm. we'll come to you. We'll do it live, uh, or we'll do it live virtually, whatever anybody prefers. It is a training that truly can and has saved people's lives. Yeah, that's amazing. And you mentioned an American Farm Bureau study that recently came out. Yeah, yeah. So um, the American Farm Bureau did a study. They actually did like a two-part study um, where they started this study. They uh, surveyed 17,000 farmers across the nation in 2019. And the studies were kind of showing, um, you know, the people, those participants, like 50% were saying, uh, you know, that COVID isn't really affecting them and that that 2020 range when COVID was happening, uh, the beginning of it was not really impacting them, right? Because they're already isolated. They're already by themselves. So the shutdown and everything like that was not affecting them. But by the time the study was um, followed up, yeah, followed up through, they did it again. Four out of five people that were polled in, by those 17,000 people said that COVID has impacted them and has impacted their mental health. And 50% of them also said that they would be willing to seek out mental health treatment. Um, so it was very encouraging to us um, to hear those things, right? That four out of five want to seek help for their mental health um, through this pandemic. Um, I think a lot of us are tired of talking about it. A lot of us are tired of hearing about it. I know I'm tired of it. But the reality is that the impacts of this are going to be lasting for a really long time. And uh, I'm so glad and encouraged that people are starting to reach out for help because there is hope for recovery, right? It's not you're slapped with a label of a mental health challenge and then that's it for the rest of your life, right? You can get short-term help and support and, and recover and just know the techniques, like you said, Amanda, um, so we're encouraged by that study. We are thankful for the American Farm Bureau and the Ohio Farm Bureau and all the advocacy that they do surrounding mental health. Uh, so I'm encouraging anybody to reach out to their local Farm Bureau as well. So when we think about these kind of resources, we don't usually think about them being available in rural communities. Um, where can someone go if you know they're feeling like they want help or want some resources? Yeah, absolutely. So we're really excited that we have recently partnered with the College of Social Work um, at OSU. And we are doing um, what's called Farm Stress Certified. It's a, a program that we created. And it's a three module course of so three classes that mental health professionals will take. And they are being educated in the unique stressors that our farming and agricultural community face on a regular basis, right? 
Weather, as we've said, is a big stressor right now. Uh, this week, hopefully, our fields will finally start to dry out a little bit, and then it's going to rain on the weekend, right? Um, and uh, we know that weather plays a role all year round. Um, you know, commodity prices, uh, I could name all of them, you know, childcare in farming and what it looks like to raise children on the farm. You know, do you have childcare? Do they come out in the fields with you? Um, and we also, part of this training, we talk about the stigma surrounding getting help, the lack of access to care in our rural communities. Um, and then kind of like a, a farming 101 where we are educating these mental health professionals on understanding the lingo, the basic things that people don't realize, right? What is an acre? What is a beef cattle? What, what are beef cattle, you know? Um, the different kinds of animals and what, what do you sell versus a dairy cow, all of these things that these mental health professionals may not know um, so that they can better communicate and have conversations with us that go to counseling that may decide that counseling is what they want to see. And so um, we currently have 500 uh, counselors and therapists enrolled in this training and by the end of August, um, we're getting names now of people that have participated in, in the three, because after they get the three, they'll be certified. Um, but by the time everybody, the, the grant is complete in August, we'll have a list of about 500 participants. And we're hoping to continue this after this grant is over. Um, all the extension offices, <laughs> surprise, <laughs> all the extension offices will get the names of these therapists. Um, and we can provide that list. So Amanda, what county are you in? Madison. So you will have a list of providers in Madison County who have gone through our training, right? And we're not going to say go to so-and-so over this other person, but it'll just be a reference for you. You know, we also have our website that, you know, I encourage people if they have access to um, the internet at home, but if they don't, right, they can come to the office and access. Um, it's go.osu.edu slash farm stress. Uh, so it's pretty easy to, to memorize. And there's all kinds of resources there. We do a blog. Uh, we try to do one uh, twice a month. Uh, we're sharing things like these podcasts. We write articles. We share other articles. So those are some resources that we're really excited about. That's great information. And that's really exciting to have that certification on board. So mm -hmm. we'll be sure to get that list out um, when it's available. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess to wrap this up, I just want to challenge our listeners to maybe start with one thing and addressing your stress. I mean, first of all, identifying when it's an issue, but find something that really helps you, whether it is regularly taking deep breaths or taking that 10 minute walk. And when something breaks on the tractor or it, you get rained out before you complete that last acre, um, implement that practice and see where it leads you. And mm -hmm. how much it can help. Yeah, you know, and Amanda, also one of the things that we're kind of encouraging bigger operations to do um, is have kind of like a team check-in time, right? Maybe Wednesdays for 15 minutes, 
checking in on everybody, checking in on your workers and your family and dedicating that time to say, how are you doing? Right. And maybe it's as a big group, or maybe it's a smaller uh, one-on-one times that you feel like you can say, just checking in to see, right. Cause we all know that we feel better if somebody cares about us. Right. I know that if Elizabeth comes to me and says, Bridget, how are you doing? Um, as a coworker and as a friend, I'm going to be more likely to share and, you know, people that work on the same farm together are like family to each other. And it would mean a lot to have a check-in time. Well, Bridget, thank you so much for your time today. This is a really important topic. I'm glad we could bring some awareness to it. And as we move through another stressful planting and just a stressful time in general, when we talk about input prices and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, across a lot of sectors in ag, you know, being aware of this and making sure that you're taking care of yourself and helping take care of your neighbors is really important. So thank you for the reminders today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Agronomy and Farm Management Podcast. Join us again in two weeks for our next episode. Hey, podcast listeners, just a reminder to give us a like or subscribe so you know when we release new episodes. If you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to leave us a review also. We appreciate the comments.